0: Hello, everyone. I hope you guys all had a wonderful weekend. Let's get straight into today's episode, today's No Stupid Questions episode. The question that we are answering is, what is BV? Some of you may already know what BV stands for. It does stand for bacterial vaginosis. So BV is bacterial vaginosis, and this is a condition that occurs in the vagina when there is too much of a certain type of bacteria. So today we're going to break down what BV is, what the symptoms of this condition are, how it's treated, when you should head to the doctors, and we're even going to talk about ways to prevent BV reoccurring. So as we just mentioned, it is caused when there is too much of a certain type of bacteria in a person's vagina. Now, most commonly, it is caused by a bacteria called Gardnerella vaginalis, which is the most common type of bacteria in in the vagina it is super normal to have bacteria in the vagina in fact you need it so i feel like some people might hear this and go oh my god bacteria what does that even mean that's terrifying this is totally normal unless of course as we know there is too much of certain bacteria so this bacteria generally Gardnerella vaginalis changes the normal balance of the vagina or the ph levels In the vagina. Now, we have spoken about pH levels in other episodes. For example, the No Stupid Questions episode is thrush and STI. Uh, We will talk a little bit more about it today as well, though. Now, on that, is thrush and STI? Is BV an STI? No, it is also not an STI. However, we will learn today that having sex with new people or multiple partners can increase the risk of a person having. BV. And I will explain why in a moment. So good news here. Kind of good, I guess. BV is actually super, super common and it is very, very treatable. And this is all despite the name sounding kind of scary, to be honest. But if you ever are someone who is diagnosed or has BV, don't stress. Do not worry. There are many, many options to treat this. So let's talk about the symptoms of BV. What are you actually looking for when you have this condition? Now, this is all according to Health Direct. And firstly, very interestingly, in about half of all people who have BV, there will be no noticeable symptoms. However, if a person does have symptoms, this is what they might have. The first thing here is a white or grayish watery vaginal discharge. Now, this is the most common thing that BV affects, is a person's discharge. And of course, it is totally normal to have vaginal discharge, but it is super important to know and understand what a person's discharge might be telling them about their health. Another symptom here is an unpleasant or fishy smell coming from the vagina. A person might have mild irritation around the vagina and the vulva. We know the vulva is the entire external anatomy. There may be itching or burning when a person urinates. And BV might be more noticeable during a person's period or after intercourse or sex. This is because the symptoms can kind of come and go. You might notice with some of these symptoms, and if you have listened to any of the STI episodes, this might ring a bell, some of these symptoms are very similar to a lot of other things that could be going on. So again, this is why it's so important if you are sexually active to always get checked for STIs. Maybe you don't have an STI, maybe you've got something like thrush or BV, always make sure you go and get checked out. And on the note of being sexually active, let's talk about what causes BV. Now, this is interesting, but the exact cause is actually not yet known. So obviously we have an idea of, you know, that it happens when there is an overgrowth of the bacteria, but the exact reason it occurs is actually not clear. We do, however, know a person is more likely to experience BV if they fail to use a method of protection, for example, like condoms or dental dams, if they have a new sexual partner or multiple sexual partners. Now, BV usually only happens to those who are sexually active. A person may be more likely to experience BV if they have a sexual partner with a vagina, if they douche and douching is basically cleaning or rinsing out your vagina. Now, some people do this using products or just water. Don't do this. Do not do this. The vagina is self-cleaning. You actually mess up your pH balance if you use products, if you do anything like douching. So make sure you just do not do this. Stay away from those products. I don't care how many people tell you, how many products tell you, how many companies tell you you need to do this. It is not true. You are better off not using anything like this in your vagina. Another one here is smoking. Smoking can increase the risk of a person getting BV. IUDs can also increase the risk of BV too. And for those of you who don't know what an IUD is, this stands for interuterine device, and this is a method of contraception. So we spoke about BV usually only happening to those who are sexually active. That is usually, right? It's much more common in people who are sexually active. Does that mean that people who aren't never, ever get it? No, usually, right? Keyword there. When we think about it like that, though, it's almost like some other people's bacteria does not mix with yours. It throws off the imbalance if a person has a vagina, and that is what causes infection. That's just one idea. And on that, there might be a few people thinking, okay, so it's called bacterial vaginosis, but can men get this? Or males with penises, can they get BV? And the answer here is no. Males cannot get BV. However, they may still be able to spread it. And this is because they can carry the bacteria on their penis. Now, if you are a penis owner and you think maybe you have some similar symptoms or something's going on that you are questioning, it could be another condition like an STI or like thrush. So again, make sure you go get checked out. All right, let's now talk about diagnosis and treatment. As I spoke about at the start, this is very, very treatable. In fact, sometimes BV goes away on its own and treatment actually isn't required at all. However, if you do need treatment and you want to just go get checked out, you can go to your local GP and both be diagnosed and treated with BV there. Now, when you go to the doctors, the doctor may examine your vagina for signs of discharge or get a sample of fluid that is lab tested. And what they do here is they look at the decreased acidity of the vaginal fluid on pH testing. So the normal or kind of standard range for vaginal pH levels are about 3.8 to 4.5. Anything above 4.5 does provide a perfect environment for bacteria to grow, which is why you are more at risk to develop infections. And that is exactly what a lab tested result will be able to tell you. And so let's say someone has gone to the doctors, they have been diagnosed with BV, what happens then? It is easily cured with antibiotics. This is usually something called metronidazole. You take these antibiotics twice a day for seven days. And while you're doing this, you should avoid drinking alcohol. In addition to antibiotics, you can also be prescribed gels or creams that you actually put into the vagina. Of course, you should not participate in any kind of sexual activity until you have finished your treatment. If you are a person who does experience reoccurring BV, probiotics might help outside of this kind of treatment. Of course, you should consult a healthcare professional before you do this. And unfortunately, a little bit of bad news here, but BV often does return for people who get it. So more treatment may also be required in the future. And if that is the case, maybe you are someone who has reoccurring BV, how can you prevent it from coming back. A big one here is if you're a smoker to stop smoking. There seems to be a really big link between smokers and people developing VV. Maybe that can be another uh, no stupid questions that I do. Another thing you could do is to only use water for genital hygiene and avoid douching. I talked about that. It's also about avoiding like deodorants or any kind of flavored things as well. Do not use any kind of product that claims to clean the vagina or make your vagina smell like perfume and roses, whatever it is, avoid it. And if this is a massive problem for you, once again, go to your doctors. As I said before, these products are just likely to throw off your pH balance and put you at a further risk of developing infections. Last thing that you should do here as well to prevent BV coming back is to use condoms or dental dams to practice safe sex that also just stops another person's bacteria affecting your vagina. And really, really important here, just for our last little bit of this episode, if you don't receive treatment, you do increase the risk of getting or transmitting HIV. You may be at risk of delivering your baby too early if you're pregnant Or, of course, you can increase the risk of getting other STIs like chlamydia, which can lead to pelvic inflammatory disease, and that can make it really, really difficult to have children in the future as well. So, again, as with all of these episodes where we talk about sexual health, go to your doctors if you are worried and never, ever, ever feel ashamed or embarrassed to get help in this way. There is nothing wrong with being curious and knowledgeable about your health. That is all for today's episode, guys. I hope that you learned something about bacterial vaginosis and this question was answered properly for you. Once again, if you have any questions that you want answered, make sure you come and join me on Instagram at the Health Classes You Missed. Send me a DM. I am always open to suggestions. I really want to make sure I am covering things that you guys want to learn about. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting the show. Make sure you click that follow or subscribe button wherever you are listening. Have a wonderful week, and I'll be back in your ears for another How's Your Head episode on Thursday. See you later.